Business Focus with Kudzi Sharara on the Champions League Breakfast. A business focus right here on the Champions League Breakfast on Kapitok brought to you by AFC Commercial Banker. Your smart wallet is DigiPay. So we have Kudzi on the line. Good morning to you, Kudzi. How are you doing today? Uh, good morning, Nashi. Good morning, Pakistani. Good morning, everyone. Okay. Heavy. All right. Uh, let's go quickly on uh, the Zimbabwe uh, Stock Exchange, uh, the trading update. Uh, thank you, Nashi. So, yeah, the ZFC continues uh, trade in an upward trajectory where we gained being recorded across. Uh, across the board. So, uh, and yesterday, um, the, it, it, it was um, the all share index, rather, was up by 2.9%, whilst the GSC uh, all share index was up by 1.84%. Uh, the VFX, that's the Victoria Fortress Exchange, was however down by 0.59%. Uh, uh, looking at the top risers and fallers on the uh, Exchange, feed cost, the two price up 15%, gas board up 13.7%, RTG up 11.03%, and NMB and Nikos were also amongst the risers. On the downside was GB Holdings down by 6.15% uh, as profit taking at uh, Texas. And the counter has been one of the best performers in the last couple of weeks. Cash also down by 2.97%, CBZ, FPC, and AFTIS were also amongst the losers. The bulk of the funds that were invested yesterday uh, went into Econet, about $1.5 million, and then Delta got about $344 million, uh, FPC $233 million, CBZ and Hippo also got a sizable chunk of the funds that were invested. So that's uh, what happened on the Zimbabwe Stock Exchange yesterday. All right, and uh, we look at a Wednesday today. Obviously, Tuesdays, we have uh, the auction uh, system. What, have, uh, what transpired yesterday? I think you, uh, so when you look at the auction system, I think uh, we were not seeing much changes in terms of uh, in terms of, of the exchange rate and also the amount that was being allotted. Uh, they were allotting roughly 17 million US dollars at every auction, and the exchange rate was hardly moving. Uh, and in terms of the exchange rate, yesterday was no exception. It moved from uh, it moved to 5,790. At the new auction uh, rate, as said yesterday, 5,790. However, something interesting happened at yesterday's auction. Um, you know, in the past, we were seeing banks were getting as much as they demanded. So if they demanded $17 million, they were getting $15 million. They demanded $17.3, they were getting $17.3. But yesterday, the accepted bids were worth $16.6 million US. But only 14.5 million was allotted. So there was uh, something like a $2 million difference between the amount allotted uh, versus the bids that were accepted. I'm not yet sure uh, why there is that $2 million difference uh, between uh, the, the, the accepted bids and the allotted amount. But this is the first time it has happened since the 3rd of August. The 3rd of August was the last time where the value of bids accepted was higher than the amount allotted. So we go back as far as the 3rd of August is such a scenario. So um, it will be interesting to know what really resulted in um, the, the value of bids accepted being lower than, uh, being higher than the amount allotted. My guess is that uh, some bids were too low and uh, as much as the paperwork was all right, 
as much as uh, as everything was right, probably uh, the, the 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 amount that they were bidding at was too low. So the cutoff, which is the lowest bid rate allocated, was five thousand seven hundred and eighty-five. That's the lowest bid rate that was allocated, five thousand seven hundred and eighty-five. So I guess uh, maybe the bids that were not allocated were below that um, threshold of uh, 5,785. Uh, so, Kudzi, uh, I do understand that uh, you will be uh, covering the COP28. Uh, um, can you explain to us what is COP28? Uh, thank you, uh, Nasha. So, COP28 is uh, starting tomorrow, Thursday, here in, uh, in Dubai, United Arab Emirates. And uh, COP is the conference of the parties, meaning the, and the parties involve the countries that are, are around the world. Uh, all countries around the world uh, which are members of the United Nations. So they are the makeup of what the conference of the parties has is to do with uh, the climate change. So it's a conference that will look at issues to do with uh, climate change and it is uh, organized uh, under, by the United Nations. And uh, when they say COP28, so they, this is the 28th, 28th edition of uh, the conference of parties and is taking place here. In, uh, in Dubai starting from tomorrow until the 12th of December and that's when it will end so that's uh, that's uh, that's what that's what um, uh, COP28 um, is, is, is all about and um, yeah and uh, yeah I think that's, that's what uh, percent that's what uh, COP28 is all about all right uh, could you you spoke about uh, the COP28 um uh, being uh, all the com- uh, the countries in the uh, United Nations, but, uh, but uh, we would want to find out how big is COP twenty eight in the scheme of things. In the scheme of things, uh, thank you. So, like I said, this is the twentieth edition, twentieth time that they are having this conference, and it's huge uh, because about one hundred and sixty seven countries are expected to to participate, and uh, seventy thousand delegates are expected to attend. So, including heads of state, and I understand uh, President Munanda will also be uh, will also be attending uh, COP28. So it's huge, uh, seventy thousand people in one place talking about uh, one subject, climate change. Uh, and we also know we all know the impact that uh, climate changes has been having uh, in on in in, in countries. Uh, you talk of Libya, uh, the floods uh, where thousands and thousands of lives were lost. Uh, you talk about uh, Greece, where they are having uh, world um, uh, fires, and uh, yeah, so it's it's, it's, it's huge. Uh, to talk about it and making sure that uh, we mitigate against uh, climate change and also issues to do with uh, trying to fund um, uh, the, the the measures that are being put in place to uh, combat uh, climate change. Yes, Kudzu, you spoke about uh, COP28 uh, having to do with uh, uh, climate change discussions uh, and deliberations. But what are, what, are, what are some of the things that you think uh, are going to be key issues that will be discussed at the COP28? Thank you. So uh, one of the issues is uh, what they're going to do is uh, what they call uh, they're calling the, uh, the global uh, stock taking, where they are looking at uh, since they started these meetings. And uh, like I said, this is the 20th time they are having them. What has been done? What have they achieved? So they will be tracking back to see what has been done all these years. And there's a report that has already been published, uh, which is uh, sort of like stock taking 
terms of what has been done uh, in, in, on issues around climate change. So that's number one. Number two there is also the issue of uh, establishing loss and damage fund. So in the past, they've had funds to try and mitigate or combat climate change, but there there was no fund to actually compensate people who are actually experiencing um, uh, the impact of climate change. Uh, People who are experiencing damages, uh, losses that are uh, related to to climate change. So uh, this uh, COP28 is expected to result in the establishment of a loss and damage fund. Of course, speaking issues at the moment is um, how much uh, would be the, the how much uh, the fund will have, and also where will it be stationed? Is it at the World Bank or in other countries? There are fears from the developing world that if the World Bank is given these funds, accessing them might be difficult. So uh, there, there, there are issues around that. And then, um, so that's, that's, that's another key issue that is going to be discussed. And also, some years back, I think since 2009, uh, the developed world had promised that every year they would spend about 100 billion uh, to try and combat climate change. And uh, years later, I think only last year, if I'm, uh, I'm told that only last year did they manage to reach the 1 billion, and yet the 100 billion, and yet this 100 billion was supposed to be. Uh, for every year since 2009. So it hasn't been happening, and there is frustration across, especially for the developed world today. Uh, the promises that were made by the developed countries who industrialize and are causing the bulk of the damage to, to our climate are not um, uh, playing their part in terms of funding. So these are the issues that are likely to, to be discussed um, here at, uh, at COP28. Okay, good. But um, what are some of the most important uh, outcomes that, that you hope to see uh, during the course of uh, the COP28? Uh, I think obviously for me is the issue of, uh, of funding. Uh, because all these things that you're talking about, uh, you talk of mitigation, you talk of uh, um, uh, funding damages and losses, it needs money. And if uh, the developed world is not uh, providing this funds, then we might as well forget about uh, combating climate change, where I think the target is to have what they call net zero. The target is to have uh, temperatures of below 1.5 degrees Celsius. But, uh, and all that, it requires funding, which has not been forthcoming. And uh, so for me, if funds are going to be released, if the loss and damage fund is going to be established and actually funded, then for me, those, that will be um, uh, the, my, my most important outcome. We have those funds available and making sure that they're accessible even to someone who is in Zimbabwe, someone who is in rural Zimbabwe who is affected by, by climate change. Remember, Zimbabwe has had its unfortunate share of, uh, of uh, this disaster. Talk of Cyclone Dai, Cyclone Deo, Cyclone Freddy. has had this. Uh, at the moment, we are speaking about uh, an induced drought, and we need to access those funds so that people uh, can, can 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 be helped. All right, uh, Kudzu, you're talking about accessing of funds. Uh, um, is there with uh, now that uh, we we are expecting the national budget to be announced um, uh, by Minister Mutulinuwe? Um, is there a provision for climate finance in the national budget? For example, government-funded renewable energy projects. Yes, I think there is going to be that uh, that, that provision 
make it even in terms of disasters, uh, making sure that we are prepared for disasters and these disasters are coming uh, because of uh, climate-related issues. I, I also think that given that we are going to face an El Nino-induced drought, I think the minister will also uh, provide funds that will, that will help people, uh, the vulnerable communities who might be affected by, by, by the expected drought. So I think yes, in our in our budget, uh, even what we are doing with uh, with regards the construction of dams and and, and the like, I think uh, it's also to also go a long way in uh, in making sure that we don't suffer uh, the full degree of uh, climate related uh, issues, damages and stuff like that. Because you have prepared, you have built dams, you can then irrigate the, uh, your your crops so that you don't suffer. Uh, from from ground, so I think yeah, there will be a lot uh, that can be that the minister can provide in terms of, uh, of funding uh, for climate related issues. All right, uh, just uh, briefly before we wrap it off uh, for today, Kudzi, what are the biggest challenges that you think uh, uh, will need to be overcome in 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 order for COP twenty eight to be a success? Thank you. So one sticking issue uh, that they will have to overcome is to where. The loss and damage fund will be will be stationed, but I understand that there's there's already an, agree, an agreement that for the first four years to be at the World Bank, uh, which which I, most developed countries were against, and I think they lost out on that. Uh, developing countries rather they lost out on that, and so the first four years is likely that the fund will be at the at the World Bank. Uh, so that 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 has been a sticking challenge, and I think also um, accessing. Uh, the the other funds that were said to be available in terms of you know they they're talking of energy transition and uh, and and that they don't want to fund that energy transition uh, the, the 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 global uh, north which are the western countries and 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 like they they've been talking about uh, a shift away from coal but the moment that they faced issues when uh, they couldn't access uh, gas from Russia. They turned back to to their coal uh, coal power plants, top of Germany, uh, and yet uh, they were asking uh, the, the the global south uh, countries like Zimbabwe to move away from coal. And yet, when they were faced with challenges, they moved back to uh, to to the use of uh, coal coal powered uh, thermal plants. So I think they've been paying uh, they've been hypocritical. They've been paying lip service. Uh, to to be moved away from from uh, fossil fuels, but they want uh, developed uh, developing countries to do that. So I think that will remain a sticking issue. And uh, already our our host there into a year in in Dubai, there are already issues that they they are trying to uh, make sure that they are allowed to continue to use uh, fossil fuels. Remember that they are all producing country, and they are trying to uh, to get others to talk about maybe improving in terms of technology and re- and reduce emissions mm. uh, rather than moving entirely away from from coal. All right. Thank you so much, Kudze, for that update. We'll hear more from you from uh, right there in Dubai, where you are attending uh, the COP28. We'll get uh, more information from you tomorrow. Have a great day on Business Focus, brought to you by Old Mutual.